My name is Leanne, and I went through Heather's group coaching. It has changed my life, honestly. I was in a very dark place, consumed with thoughts of what I look like, what my clothes look like, what food to eat. I was obsessed. It it consumed me. And after having coaching with Heather, I realized the idol that it was in my life, how I put that before God, and so many other things. It didn't just change the way I saw myself in the mirror. It changed how Jesus was a part of my life. I've always been Christian. It's always been important, but it's so much more front and center now because I was able to see all those other idols. The questions and the readings and the sermons through the group coaching was amazing. The one-on-one with Heather and then the group of ladies that I'm still friends with. My life has been forever changed through it, and I am eternally grateful for having gone through the program. Leanne, thank you so much for that testimony. It's been a joy to work with you all spring long, and I hope someone has heard your words and will sign up for group coaching, which starts in September. You had an awesome experience, and I'm confident that they will too. Oh, hi there. Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. It's Coached Up July. I am making sure you are coached up for the summer because if you're like me, body image issues can become a bigger deal in the summer. Today, we're going to tackle something that maybe you do maybe you did. (laughs) Um, Maybe you never really thought about in the way we're going to talk about it today. But we are going to talk about thin spiration or fit spiration. Now, I don't know if these are real words or not. Like I doubt they were in the dictionary 10 years ago. Um, Maybe Webster added them. I'm not sure. But essentially, the concept is taking pictures of the body you want, so like getting them from Pinterest or finding them in magazines, and putting these pictures somewhere so you can be inspired to look more like the hot person whose picture you are staring at. And we are going to tackle the question today as to whether or not this is helpful, whether or not this is okay biblically, yikesville. And why maybe this isn't the best way for us to operate, shall I say, if we have body image issues. So I hope you'll take a listen. And if you like it, hey, maybe tell a friend about it and you guys can have a conversation and see what she thinks. And, you know, hey, maybe read my books compared to who in the burden of better and just start your own accountability group. I think all those are good ideas. Okay, here's today's show. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compared to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here, the pressure is off. 
If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show, and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, so decades ago, and I do mean decades, I am thinking probably college age, I remember, I think I read this in a magazine somewhere. I used to be a big magazine reader. Of course, this was before we had the internet. (laughs) So that dates me just a smidge. But what we were told to do was you find a picture of the person's body that you like And you put the picture on your refrigerator because then you'll see the skinny hot body every time you go to open the fridge and psychologically somehow this is supposed to keep you from eating all the things that would change your, I guess, destiny um, as you try to make yourself look more like this thin, beautiful person in the picture. Now it's called a thin spiration, or I've heard it called fit spiration. If you're not really looking to be thin, but you're looking to be like fit and have certain ab muscles or certain arm muscles or certain leg muscles or whatever your deal is, right? And so today I want to coach you in, I I guess maybe as I coach you, let's think about what's really happening when we do this, okay? So I'm going to just kind of pretend you're my coaching client, but since you can't talk back to me, I'm going to have to kind of answer for you. So hopefully that won't be too awkward. But I would say to you, okay, why do you have this picture? Like, why do you have it saved on Pinterest? Or maybe it's a collection of pictures. Like, why do you have these saved? And you would probably say back to me, well, because they inspire me. Like, they set a goal for me. Um, or maybe you're a vision board kind of person, right? So you put these pictures on your vision board. Well, why do you have a vision board? Well, so I can just see what I want my life to look like. Because Heather, you know, all those studies out there about, like, envisioning things, like, you know, see yourself doing it. Like, those studies show that if you visualize something, it's more likely to happen. It's more likely to take place. So if I visualize myself being this hot woman with these great abs and like super tight triceps, then that will help me become that woman. Okay. So then I say to you, is that what God has called you to do, to be that woman? If your eyes are fixed on her and her body, is that really what God is asking you to do with his creation, right? And I love, love, love the passage in Romans 1 where Paul talks about worshiping created things. And Romans one twenty five says they traded the truth about God for a lie. This is the New Living Translation. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself who is worthy of eternal praise. And so I wonder if when we 
worship the created thing. Okay. And, and, you know, so we're talking about a picture. We're talking really though, it's more than a picture. We're talking about a certain woman's body. And this probably is a real woman, although we don't know if her body is as real as it looks in the picture, right? Because there's airbrushing and lighting and all kinds of manipulation that can happen in photographs. We know that, right? But to some degree, we're worshiping this body. Okay, now maybe worship isn't a word you would use. Maybe that word makes you feel a little uncomfortable. Like, Heather, I'm not bowing down to it physically. I'm not saying, oh, hail this body. But yet, are you? Like, okay, maybe you're not like bowing prostrate in front of it. But are you bowing other things in your life so that you can really complete the worship of this body by, you know, trying to lose weight? Are you bowing down in front of it with your habits? Are you bowing down in front of it with the hours you devote to exercise? Maybe there are ways you are bowing down to this image that you don't even recognize. Okay. So beyond the fact that this is an image you are worshiping, and friends, whenever we worship an image, like Roman says, we have traded the truth for a lie. What is the lie? I think the lie is that we would be happy once we looked like her. And maybe happy is too shallow of a word. I I talk about in the burden of better. I think the real word is rest right? That as soon as I look like that, I can just, oh, then I can rest. I can relax. I would finally be at peace because I wouldn't have to worry about my body anymore. I wouldn't have to worry about being accepted or approved of anymore. Oh, I could just take a deep, deep exhale and rest. Whoa. Wouldn't I feel good then? But the truth is that that kind of rest doesn't come from attaining a certain body shape or size. And some of you listening know that because you've lost the weight. You've met that weight goal. You've met that fitness goal and you still didn't feel good enough. And that is frustrating. That's when you hit rock bottom, my friend. It's almost curious. It's interesting how like I have two groups of clients. Normally there's like a group of clients that have actually hit the goal, been there and know firsthand that it didn't work for them. And then there's another group of clients that have just like hoped to meet that goal, wished to meet that goal and never met it yet. And it's really hard for that second group to believe with their whole heart that that goal, that fitness goal, that weight goal wouldn't just fix everything. Now they can say with their head, oh, I know it wouldn't fix everything. They can say that to me. They can say, oh yeah, I know I would still be me. You know, I'd still struggle. I know my life wouldn't be perfect. They can just rattle that off to me, (laughs) right? But the truth is there's just a little smidge in their heart that's holding on to the hope that it would kind of change everything or at least change what's most important. So thinspiration, fitspiration, trying to look more like an image because we believe the lie that we traded for the truth of the only place we're going to find rest, peace, and joy is Jesus. Uh, What is that really, my friend? It's idolatry, right? And I don't know. I use this word and the burden of better, and this word will go over better with some of you than with others. But my friend, it's demonic, right? It's only the enemy of our souls that puts images of other created things in front of us and says, you should be more like this. God doesn't ask you to look more like her. God asked you to look more like him, to look more like Jesus, 
Right. Now, most people I know with vision boards don't have like a tree with like the fruit of the spirit (laughs) growing on it on their vision board. Most of the time, vision boards are about what we look like, what we drive, what we wear, what our homes look like, what kind of career success we have, right? And I would very gently and cautiously say, hey, check out your vision board or the vision board of your heart if you didn't actually make a vision board. What's on the vision board of your heart? Are those things like growing in holiness, growing in love, growing to be like Jesus, or is it growing to look more like the cover of fitness magazine and growing in financial success or growing in admiration from people, which is really just growing in the worship of others, right? And that's where it gets so sticky, my friends, because although we'd never admit this in a million years, right? We know we should worship God. We want to worship God. We love to worship God, I'd say, by and large. Most of the women I work with do. They want to love Jesus well. And then they kind of, just a little tiny bit, want a little bit of worship for themselves too. And that's why it's so hard to break up with this body image idol. And that's why it's hard to break up with thinspiration or fitspiration, right? Because the lie that those images tell us is that you will be worshiped if you look like this. And at the end of the day, that kind of sounds appealing. Okay, so your coaching action step for today is I want you to be honest with yourself. What is on your Pinterest page? What's on your boards? Okay, maybe you're looking around right now and thinking, I'm so glad Heather can't see my room because the vision board behind me has the picture of a swimsuit model on it. Okay, I can't see. I don't know that, my friend. But maybe it's time to consider taking that down. Maybe it's not helping you in the way you think it is. I mean, the other thing is just knowing, having lived this, I don't think having that picture there ever actually stopped me from eating anything in the fridge, (laughs) okay? And I'm not advocating for not eating as a way to lose weight or be healthy at all. So let me be clear on that, right? That was in my very disordered eating days where I thought not eating was the answer and I was so wrong. That was an eating disorder, Okay, but let me tell you what happened when I saw that picture often. I would get the like, well, screw it. I don't look like that. I might as well just eat everything, (laughs) right? I mean, I don't think that picture actually motivated me as much as it shamed me. It scolded me. It said, it's a shame you can't look like me. And I would try and I would try and I would try and I could just never get there. And the reality is because, well, In some cases, that image wasn't real, right? It was airbrushed and all the things. But the bigger reality is God didn't make me to look like her. God made me me. And until I can come to the place where I recognize that God made me me on purpose for a purpose, that God isn't surprised that I don't look like a swimsuit model, that God isn't disappointed that I don't look like a swimsuit model, that God isn't like, oh, it's a shame you're not going to make it in this life until you get that body. Like, whoa, you, I, don't, I can't do anything with you. I got nothing for you to do until you look more like that image. I mean, that's not what God is saying at all. In fact, he tells us that our beauty comes from the inside out. And I wonder to what extent these thinspiration images, these fitspiration images are teaching us the exact opposite. The demonic message is no, no, no. Real beauty is what's on the outside. But we know that's not true. 
(laughs) Don't we, my friend? Well, thanks for listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetohu.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetohu.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.